Welcome to the 14th parak, parak Yudalad of Sefer Malachim Aleph. We are time for Nach, and we are continuing with the story of Rechavam and Yeravam. If you remember, Rechavam is Shlomo's son. He's ruling Yerushalayim. Yeravam is the rebel who came back from Egypt, and he's now in charge of the Ten Tribes. He has built idols. He's prevented Regel. He's made his own festival. Spiritually speaking, not favorable achievements whatsoever. Yeravam's son is called Avia, and Avia becomes ill. Uh, Yerabam sends his wife to Achia Hashiloni in disguise. Of course, Achia Hashiloni completely rejects Yerabam's behavior. So his wife was sent uh, in disguise. Uh, he was, she was sent with gifts in order to see what would happen to Avia, their son. Now, Hashem tells Achia Hashiloni in advance that Yerabam's wife would come. And Achia surprises her by, by basically revealing that identity. Uh, when she arrives, Achia criticized her for concealing herself and says that Hashem is going to wipe out Yeram's legacy entirely. He's going to appoint a new ruler over Yisrael, and Avia is going to die as she re-enters the city. This happens, and Klan Yisrael mourn his death, interestingly enough. They felt connected to him, even though he was not a meritorious king. Yeravam had ruled for 22 years, after which his son, who's called Nadav, uh, replaces him as king of Israel. Um, it, it's, it's interesting. The Radak says that Nadav had a good merit as Chus in that he took back his father's decree that officers were put around the borders of the kingdom to prevent people from being Olaregel to Rishalayim. So Nadav did have his Chus. Um, but Nebat, uh, but uh, we're then told about Rechavam. Rechavam rules over Yehuda for 17 years. Um, his reign wasn't great either. Uh, there was idolatry, there's immorality. And after he dies, we have Aviam, who's his son. He takes over. Shishak, Melech Mitzrayim, takes the treasures of the Beis Hamikdash. He takes the treasures, he pillages David's palace. And the parak ends by saying there was constant civil war amongst the two kingdoms uh, during Yeravam's reign and during Rechavam's reign as well. This is not a positive period for Kalei Yisrael, just how things can fall so quickly. Okay, it's a generation, but still, in terms of from where we were with David at the end of his reign, and certainly Shlomo HaMelech, to be able to descend into this, when people don't catch themselves, when people don't look back and see what the achievements of the previous generations were, as you saw in Yeshua, you know, you know, that, that a new, sorry, I'm thinking of Sefer Shoftim, a new generation arose. They didn't know of Yeshua. They didn't know anything. How quickly, unfortunately, generations can fall. Um, that needs catching. When yourself are, when you yourself are experiencing a fall, it's important to catch yourself. As Revolver writes in his Aleishur, he has a beautiful piece called Yemea Ava, Yemea Sin of Yemea Yish. But, all right. You're not always going to be inspired the whole time. That's natural. You're not always going to be looking forward to every davening and every Shabbos. That's natural. It's not always going to be that learning is fantastic, enjoyable. It's not always going to have that. It's allure. That it's allure. There's a natural up and down, times of inspiration and times less so. But he says, don't drop it all. Find the chiddush. Find something new. Yes, you may need to relax a little bit to make sure it's manageable at this current time. But don't drop it entirely. Certainly don't free fall. Don't plummet. Find something new in what you're doing. This chadshus should hopefully get you through and make it a little bit fresher and more exciting.